coming up on this episode of Bro, Do You Even Talk Pinball? We've got the Mandalorian reveal, along with teases from Multimorphic and Spooky for their new games. And Nick and I finally played Avengers and Led Zeppelin, so we're going to tell you what we thought of them uh, like a year later. Whether so. you like it or not. <laughs> exactly. Here we go. Let's do this. Doubles Super Jackpot! <laughs> And now, the Hall and Oates of Pinball Podcasting, Nick Lane and Kevin Manny of Buffalo Pinball. Ooh, boom shakalaka. That's us. Live and in person. We're in the yeah. same freaking room. What's yeah, going on? It's weird. It's, uh, it's weird now. Yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah. Su- you're supposed to be in a little window and in your gamer chair in your room, and I'm supposed to be here by myself. I feel like Rip Van Winkle. Older. Last <laughs> time we were uh, together, I wasn't in my 40s. I was in an old man. Man. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm a couple years past that, and I have back issues, and here we are. There we go. <laughs> Just cl- one year closer to dying. That's right. And one month at a time. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Covering the pinball news on our way out. <laughs> but we did, the coronavirus didn't get us, so we got that going. I vow to ruin pinball for the rest of my life. So. There you go. You, got, there you, you guys go. got this coming for you. Um... All right, so let's get into it. Let's do some news. I was like, I'm 12 in that hat. It's the latest pinball news. (laughs) So hot, it's on fire. All right. Nick looks like he's 12. You're not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong, RLM. I can't, you know. What are you going to do? Yeah. All right. Uh, Let's talk about The Mandalorian. We got some pinball news to talk about. Very exciting. The new pinball machine came out. Uh, The Mandalorian from Stirring Pinball. We got... Uh, three levels. As you come to know, with Stern, you get a pro, you get a premium, you get an LE. Uh, the pro is sixty-one ninety-nine. The premium seventy-seven ninety-nine, and the LE ninety-one ninety-nine. Those are MSRPs. You could probably get street value a little bit less than that, uh, but that's the same price as Led Zeppelin, which was their last release. Uh, designed by Brian Eddy, rules by Dwight Sullivan, art by Randy Martinez, sound by Jerry Thompson, and voiceover from the one and only Carl Weathers. Yeah, um, and you got some Bill Burr in there. He didn't do and, voiceovers, but there's clips of him in there, which is like beautiful. Yeah, I love that. That's good. You finally got Bill Burr in a pinball machine. I never thought that would happen, but yep. you never know what uh, <laughs> to expect in life. Thanks, thanks, Kara Dune for doing something stupid. So we got Bill Burr instead. <laughs> there you go. All right, Mandalorian. What do you, What do you think? So you guys, um, and we'll we'll talk a little bit more about this later. But you guys ordered one for location because pinball's starting to come back a little bit more. Um, I guess what what drove you guys to uh, to purchase one of these? Well, that's a good question, Kevin. Well, as a business, we always were getting new sterns, as is, but we've had to basically consolidate our business. We've lost basic, uh, almost all locations, so um, less locations now, less games, but you know, Star Wars is a great theme, it, even though I think the Star Wars game that came out a couple years ago is, is, is kind of trash. Um, it did well because of the theme alone. So Mandalorian's a really loved kind of theme. It, it seems to be well-received in the Star Wars universe. Um, and on location, theme is the name of the game, right? You can have a game that's not that good, but people will look at it and say, I want to play the Mandalorian, and it'll make money. So that was that's, that's a no-brainer as an operator. I haven't spent really any time watching gameplay, only that Bill Burr's in the multi-ball uh, pirate mode, which is, is fantastic. 
but we get our game, I think, on Monday now. Oh, yeah, shoot. so um, it's going to be dropped at Community Beer Works, and I don't, I'm not sure when they open. They might not even open until Thursday or something. But uh, yeah, it's going to get dropped there. Um, looking forward to playing it. So obviously, next time we talk, we'll, we'll have played it, and uh, don't be surprised if you see a bro stream on it. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So for me, the uh, the theme. Is really good. I got a. Uh, let's go back here. I got my. I wore my Mando shirt. Uh, this is my my COVID meme Mando shirt. Keep your mask on. This is the way. Um, I'm a Star Wars fan. I think Mandalorian is one of the best things Star Wars has done in years. Really cool show. Um, the artwork is really good. So it, it's got a lot of positives going for it. I love I love the art. The Andy Martinez art. Uh, I love the theme. Uh, I think the layout's interesting from Brian Eddy. It's not. You know. I feel like. I feel like Stranger Things was like, all right, Brian Eddie's coming back. We're gonna go to the, like his old favorites, his, a familiar territory. So everybody who wanted a, a new like Attack from Mars style layout from him, that's what they got. Now this is him getting a little more creative with the layout. Um, the big red flag for me is the Dwight Sullivan on rules. It's like, I I think I'm trying. I was trying to think of like what's a Dwight game that I like and Ghostbusters go- before the final update. I think he just kind of like took what was there and blew it all up for the final update to make people people feel better with multipliers and higher scores and ball saves and um but other than that like I'm not like I don't love Game of Thrones I don't love Star Wars uh I haven't played uh Ninja Turtles yet but I've heard mixed things about that that's a Dwight game yep um that was the last one he did I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I absolutely hate Ghostbusters with the ridiculous scoring on it now, and mm-hmm. the, the bonus is just asinine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he also he did Star Wars right yep. as well. Yep. I don't like. I mean, we've made fun of that. I mean, it's just like, I I don't know. It's not intuitive. <laughs> it's really weird. Um, I I applaud him because he he does. I, I think has a degree of creativity and I, I know he's like a, a board game guy. And then, and then monsters was sort of like this reversal of just like overly simplified basic. I, I don't know. Yeah. So I, I'm with you. I'm sure. He's a great guy. I just can't, his rules are not for me, not for you, Kev. Right. But look, he's made rules on the games that have sold very well. I think game of Thrones is not bad. I don't really, I, I don't think there's anything, inherently bad about the rules i like the choosing the houses so he's he did that before um you know uh jjp pirates did so he kind of kicked that off and i think that was a cool move doctor who did it first right doctor who did it first <laughs> but i mean he brought that back so yeah, credit yeah. to him yep um you know i like kind of the shot multipliers the way they work in game of thrones where it's sort of risk reward versus holding on and trapping the ball versus being kind of quicker um so that's pretty interesting but yeah the other games that we mentioned just it, it doesn't work for me yeah um, so that's, it's to be determined. Like I said, we haven't played it yet. Um, why don't we, we take a look at some of the photos and, uh, well, this, this is the reason why people are going to come by and, and drop money in it, right? They're going to go, Oh my God, it's baby Yoda. And if he, he doesn't do anything though, it's just a, a plastic sculpt in the back of the machine. Looks kind of stupid to yeah, be honest. It's like huge. Yeah. Like the fact that you just stuck a dial in there that doesn't do anything is like, I get it. It's going to be good for me as an operator. Yeah. Like people are going to look at it and Maybe they're disappointed when it does nothing, but whatever. It's going to make me some money, so that's <laughs> right. fine. I think it looks pretty bad. Yeah. If, like, as I don't – look, I have no inclination to having this in my home. I don't like Star Wars because I'm a monster. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Yeah, so 
Uh, we got Baby Yoda. What else we got? We got. Uh, you said there's a dong in the game. The dong. This is the dong shot. Show me. I right never here, really right there. So this is the the fl- under. On, if you're looking at the screen, the far right. I forget what what, sh- what the name of the ship is, but it's like part of that ship. And you hit it three times, and you start a multi ball. So that's like the super obvious thing yeah. to do, which I feel is good. Like. <laughs> it's funny there was a, a thread on pinball enthusiasts on facebook the other day and it, it was a meme about stacking multi-balls with modes and i couldn't tell if people were being serious or sarcastic but people didn't people in an enthusiast group on facebook did not understand the concept of like stacking things what yeah i missed this this so, is new to me explain it, what's going on so, i know stacking that's not right, new to me right you know. so I'm, I'm i just wanted to share it like so to me that shows that, that there's this, like, you and I, we like really complicated things, deep rule sets, lots to do in these pinball machines. But even people who go on Facebook and go like, I like pinball, I'm going to join this pinball enthusiast groups, have, like, the rules understanding is just not there. It made me think of, like, watching people at Masuda try to play the game with the coin returns and things like that. Do you that. think it's, it's a flood like, of new people in the hobby just kind of coming trying to understand pinball coming to terms or is it just these people who are like cool i want a pinball machine in my home and it looks cool and i could show it off like what hard to say like i i feel like it's older pinball players that are just like very casual like and i feel like the newer players get it more how did this discussion come up though there was a meme about stacking multi-balls with modes okay and it, i was like, so like I they didn't like it or something like they, they, they were talking dude just the comments were all about like what what's this what's stacking oh shit dude yeah <laughs> so that gives you like the frame of mind of uh of like the common pinball enthusiast i guess well it's weird though because i'm, I'm guessing a lot of those people on those facebook things are people who own a pinball machine so when you own a pinball machine, I feel like you just kind of will, will figure this out over time or, you know, you'll have the time to invest in there where you can dig down and, and understand what the fuck you own. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoops. <laughs> and, uh, Chalk it up. So it's just, a, it's a, it's a little weird. I understand like somebody who doesn't own a pinball machine, maybe just like, yeah, I like pinball. I'm an enthusiast, you know, like whatever we can debate it, the word enthusiast, but yeah, I like pinball. Like I go and play here and there. Right? I don't want to nerd out and get into stacking, but <laughs> it's kind of a basic thing. Right. So to my point is like, Pinball machines need something dumb and obvious to do for people like that. Who sure. Like, I like pinball. Uh, I just want to start a multiball. And so that that's that. You hit the swinging target three times, you start a multiball. Woohoo, off, off to the races. No, that's good, though. You need that. Yeah. Like, if you don't put that in a pinball machine that you're making, you're making a mistake. Because you need to let have, like, a, an easy multiball that feels good for, for the casual person. Like, Black Knight sort of rage, I was just kind of uh, bewildered. How difficult, like, I'm just like, dude, the average person, casual person will never get a multi-ball in this game. Yeah. It's way too, the game's way too brutal, way too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not happening. So, yeah, it's good to it's good to have that, like, you know, low level, like, not worth a lot. Maybe two-ball, multi-ball. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Something cool. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I get it. Like, that's it. a, like, in three balls, she should be able to start one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, if you can't hit that thing that's right there three times, then uh, maybe try a different hobby. But, oh, there you go. Um, so the big, like, oh my God, there's a cool thing on this game. It's the upper play field, uh, on the premium and LE it swings. So they're like, cool pirates. It's a ship. It swings back oh, it and moves forth. back and forth. Yeah. On the premium it, and LE. it goes, it moves up and down. So like this back and forth. So it's, it goes right. from flat to like vertical. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> and what is the one, two, three? Is it like they're just like crushing like bonus multiplier or something? Do you know uh, so there's there's um, modes and stuff that are associated with this. So I think there's three modes associated. You, you got to get it up there and bash the stand up targets to qualify the modes. Okay, I believe that's how it works. 
Uh, and then on the Pro, it's, it's not even elevated, right? Or right. is it elevated? There's, it's there, flat? there it is on the Pro. It's just a flat thing with one flipper, one flipper. and a little bouncy bouncy rubber on the other side to, to huh. work it. Yeah. So, okay. Interesting. Um, so what's weird about – let me see if I got a – the, the back half of this game, I was watching um, this flipping podcast stream it. Tommy got one for his location. And he had the Pro. Uh, we're looking at the premium. or this is, Yeah, this is the premium right here. Um the back half of the game didn't get used much. Hmm. So you got the whole far back left section with Grogu and the lanes and the five, the five child lanes. And then you got the back right with the area where you've got the, the Mandalorian helmet. And it almost never goes back there. So it's, it's almost like you're playing half a pinball machine. Why does it most not go time. back there? Because um, there's nothing to trap you have to qualify it. And then you shoot the ramp to send it up there. So it's like... Only certain times are you going to get into the area with the um, with the helmet. So wait, wait, what's the back left area? What's in the back left area? The baby, That's baby, the baby Yoda? Yoda. Yeah. Oh, and you're saying the ball doesn't go back there much? Yeah, it like almost never went back there. But what's back? But like, if you want to shoot Baby Yoda, don't you, that, aren't you going for him? So maybe it's um, that could be one of the differences between because on the LE and the premium, there's a magnet there to stop the ball huh. and and drop it into the lanes on the pro. I just seem to like either just whiz by there or never go back there much to begin with so okay um it just you know it felt like all the shots you were shooting were all these these quick um shots closer to the flippers that ended up coming back uh coming back and he didn't end up get, going back there that much so so it seemed it seemed like i don't know <laughs> maybe some missed opportunity with some of that real estate in the back but it's hard to say again we haven't played this but it's just observations from watching us skip, skip natty's blowing up the chat so i think if we don't address <laughs> some of his comments um it's just not going to stop okay so last one he's he wants us to mention the flamethrower which i don't know what it is so. no he wants to mention the flame thower i, I should have put that thower? screenshot in here oh it's misspelling we, we were looking for the misspelling and and a stern and skip that's always it. a fun thing yeah, there's always one right so on the screen wow. it says flame thower and stuff flamethrower dude come on <laughs> come on there's not even that much like i mean i know there's not that much co- come on yeah come on that's bad flamethrower it's like uh on deadpool it says multiplier instead of multiplier i did not know that now, but i'm not now nothing you're, surprised. Now you're, now you're yeah. gonna see it never be able to unsee it holy shiza or, uh, uh that's with the german ne- fans. negative reinforcement on the ghostbusters play fields or, guys are you oozy loose on spider-man there's, there's so many there's so many how does this happen <laughs> you work on a game for like a year they right need, like need, the game cycle is forever how is this happening they need a professional uh they need a professional um proofreader pay someone on fiber you're my, not even professional my, my skills are available uh, for hire it's not hard I, i've got my red pen over here we can it's not a manual can, it's not a book we, we can red pen you yeah exactly come on <laughs> And, well, the thing like that says it all, though, doesn't it? It does, right? That just says it. Like we talk about quality control, like mm-hmm. that says it all. Come on, that's embarrassing. If uh, and if it's in code, it's easy to to like. I don't know why they haven't fixed multiplier in in Deadpool in a code update. Just, oh, it's a code thing. Yeah, it's, it's on the screen. Maybe maybe they're trademarking it. Maybe it's like <laughs> Tribal or something. They changed it. <laughs> Williams came back from the dead. And we're like, you can't use multiplier. You yeah, have to say multiplier. The multiplier. Okay, <laughs> good right. to know. Okay. Good, good, good job derailing the stream. But uh, that was a good rant, Skip. Um, he also wanted to know why the podcast was late. Why was the podcast late? Uh, I mean, ultimately, it's, I was late getting here. I blame Martha a little bit because I was out like washing my car or whatever, and, and she took off, and I had left the door unlocked to get back in, but she locked the doors because <laughs> you know I don't know it's compulsive door locking. <laughs> Although, honestly, we learned our lesson about not like 
keeping our doors locked because I always be like, why you got to lock it? You're like right out here. Yeah. But um, a week ago, Martha's like, oh my God. So there's a autistic kid next door and he burst through our house. Oh, shit. So he just made a beeline. <laughs> I, I wasn't there. He's like 20 years old and he was doing laps around the house. And then his mom was like, go tell him to come out. So Martha's like, okay. <laughs> she and, knew and, and she, yeah. And then she tried and he just like saw her and bolted upstairs into our bedroom. <laughs> oh my God. So All yeah, right. it's, you know, there you go. You ask, there's your answer. There, yes. yeah. <laughs> there you go. Good job, Skip. Um, so Mandalorian, I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, I think it, it's got a lot going for it. Uh, I'm interested in it. Um, you know, it seems like a good location game. Hopefully, it makes it makes Skip's a good. Skip's glad he asked. Yeah, <laughs> you got a good story out of that. Yeah, one. Um, and yeah, but what's what's your final uh, take on your first look at Mando? I think the I think the um, art looks good. Uh, I, so it's visually appealing, much better than the Star Wars game, which looked like crap. Thank you, Randy. Um, <laughs> I we're getting something that looks like an original playfield design, right? So that's good. So I look forward to playing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, like the. The thing with the stand-up targets and the flippers, I don't know how exactly fun that looks, yeah. but again, at least it's something different. Right. So, yeah, we'll, we'll check it out. We'll see how it is. I, I haven't watched the series. I don't have Disney+. Plus. I don't like Star Wars, but maybe I would even like Mandalorian. Yeah, it's a cool, like, I don't know, it's like a, a bounty hunter kind of show. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do like Empire Strikes Back. I'll yeah. put that. If you like a, Empire, I feel like you'll like this. Yeah, because the bad guys kind of It's got Boba it. Fett it's in good. it, so it's good. It's good. Some yeah. of the good stuff. So. Yeah. All right. If you can deal with a, a baby Yoda doll, you know, I feel like that you'd you'd see the baby Yoda and be like, I'm not watching this kid stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't know. I, I get it. Like, it's, uh, Star Wars always been about, like, these cute, cute Gar- toys Gar- to sell Gar- shit, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, like, and that's really not. That's why I'm a Star Trek nerd, more or less. <laughs> there you but go. whatever. Yeah. Yeah, Screaming, we're back. We're back together, hanging out. Uh, thank you, science. We did. Wow, yeah, hey, Star Wars. Yeah, what a kindred spirit. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you guys would get along well in yeah. person, I think. Yeah. All right, let's see what, what do we got next. Uh, we got teasers. So a couple teasers from uh, Multimorphic and Spooky. We'll start with Multimorphic. Um, they said two. They dropped two big uh, pieces of wisdom on their next game. So their next uh, playfield module is going to be licensed. So it's not going to be a uh, original theme. They're going to go out and get a movie theme, you know, music theme, TV show theme, something like that. Um, and it's going to fe- feature Scott Denisi on the audio package. So, well, sounds good. I mean, I'm going to get it because I have a P3, and I'm, it's like in the grand scheme of pinball, buying a new playfield module is cheap. You know, <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's why not? Why not get it and, and play the game? So. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. It sounds like hopefully it's right around the corner. Um, the, so the other thing they said that they're, they've expanded their manufacturing. So there's, they added an additional 5,000 square feet of space in their manufacturing facility, which is what we're looking at here. And, uh, the next picture, you can actually see a little bit of the little bit of the, the new playfield module there. So if you're going to hear a ridiculous breakdown and analysis of this playfield, I encourage you to check out the Flipping and Mashing podcast. The guys, those guys are big P3 uh, enthusiasts, and they analyzed all of this and where the shots could be and everything. So uh, if, if that's your thing, go for it. P3 
People uh, love that shit. Yeah, yeah. Not, not me. No. But <laughs> it, like, like. We'll wait. It, wait till you see the spooky tees. The, the same thing happened with that. Um, but you got to talk about something. In yeah, all, I guess, exactly. Or, you if you're really hyped for whatever game is coming next from a manufacturer, I can understand it. But there you go. I, I'd rather just wait and see the final I, product. I can wait. Yeah, I can, um, I can wait. But like that looks like a pop bumper there, probably. And there was an arrow right, right there. Pointing sideways, so that's probably an upper flipper shot. Which just, means no, just let's go. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna do on. the, it's move gonna on. do the, uh, the upper flipper, which you is gave cool. a good shout out. That's the podcast to go to. There you go. There you go. Um, <laughs> so, I, I so I I wanted to th- I started thinking about what would be some of my dream themes on the P3. So uh, let me share those with you. Uh, I've, I've got them in a in a in a message here. So um, see see if you agree with this. Actually, these are great pinball themes, no matter what. But um, these are some of my dream themes. People ask about dream themes all the time and put some thought into it. So I think I think there's a missed opportunity, and we've talked about it with video game themes. Yeah. There's not there, there's a lot of really big video game themes that hit the the generational area where people are in the pinball buying community now. So first one, Mortal Kombat. Sure. It's never a never a Mortal Kombat game. And that's a good like select your character perks. Well, I mean, they don't really do well, whatever. We could do something like that. Yeah. But you gotta have a select the character. I think I think of like uh, Deadpool when you like finish your uh oh, yeah. your mode. You could have like fatalities and stuff in there when you when you finish the character. That'd be a no brainer for Stern to do. They got Steve Ritchie, so they can get him to do the finish him like legit yep. old school voice. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So Mortal Kombat, uh Doom. I feel like is uh, you know, Doom 100. percent These games keep on persisting, right? right? Like all generations know these games now, and, and they're, the game. they're they're not going to stop making Mortal Kombat or Doom. That license is going forever, right? So it hits that nostalgia, but they're also current, and yeah. like they're still making games. You're, d- you're doing good, Cap. Um, the uh, third video game theme I thought of was Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Okay, this is a little out there, but we can we're due for maybe for a skateboard game or something like right. that. Right. Yeah. Think about how how well skateboard themes work for pinball. Uh, and if it could get some of that music, sign me up. Sure, I'm, I'm all in. Um, so you want some ska music, right? Uh, punk and ska, yeah. Is sign, it, sign do you think up. ska music is today's polka? Probably. Okay. I mean, there's enough. ska and Deadpool. I'm fine with ska, <laughs> but I just, I just like, I, I, I had that thought the other day. It's an original thought from me. There you go. I mean, it, it goes back to the '60s, so they've been building up for a while. So okay, yeah, but not like '90s Sky probably would be equate to that, I would guess. Okay, Radical Two, there you go. Radical Two. Um, so movie theme, The Matrix. Why isn't there a Matrix theme? And I think on the P3 that'd be oh, a hundred percent. We got a new movie coming out, yep. so that's that's a no no brainer theme. Mm-hmm. There's people who are nuts over The Matrix. That would sell well, and I'm sure they could do a lot of fun things with it. That'd be a good one for Jersey Jack to do, I think. Yep. That'd be a good license for them. Somebody in uh, in one of my streams mentioned uh, Ready Player One, and I feel like that'd be a really good theme, too. Not bad. Yeah. It doesn't have that. It, it's got, like, throwbacks to old movies. Like, it's got kind of that feel, but it doesn't have that nostalgic pull. Yeah, I think Yeah, I, mean, I think there's um, more commercially accessible titles to make. I, I, the ones, like, the games we're hitting on and Matrix are, are way above Ready Player One, right? Right. Uh, and then finally, finally, yes. Oh no, two two more. Back to the, a good Back to the Future. We need a good Back to the yeah, Future. Yeah, no, again, no brainer, no yeah. brainer. And then Monty Python and the Holy Grail, all time favorite movie for me. Uh, I know we got uh, Medieval Madness, which a lot of people would just say, oh, we got Medieval Madness. It's like the greatest game of all time. Why do we need that? But I, I feel like you, you could take some of the the content from Holy Grail and do that. Okay. So there's there's my dream themes. Hopefully, um, Jerry was taking notes. 
and uh, is working on all those for the P3 or okay. or, in, or in any of you guys. Let's let's go. Let's go. Um, I thought Deep Root was going to do Back to the Future. <laughs> That's allegedly, yeah. And Goonies. And Goonies, yeah. yeah. Dude, what can't they do? If those guys have game, those licenses. Actually. God damn. I mean, I, Goonies would be a good one too, but um, if I didn't say it because I, I, I don't I, like Goonies, I man. Deep Root has it locked up. I hope just fucking make Goonies so we can stop saying make Goonies. I just want to get the shit over with. All right, can we just move past that? Well, Goonies is good because a lot of people like it. I think people would sure. hear the theme and drop money. Get your get your eighties theme nostalgia yeah. bullshit. Yep. Do that. <laughs> I'm not a nostalgia person whatsoever. I'm really weird. I'm like future oriented. Yeah, only. you are. You are. I live in the goddamn future. That's why you need Ready Player One. Put on your VR helmet and play some <laughs> yeah. pinball. Here we go. Yeah. All right. Next teaser is um, from Spooky. Look at this picture. Oh my god. Look wow. Thank you. Pinside went nuts analyzing this. Of course they did. Get a <laughs> fucking life. <laughs> it's, it's, so this is a uh um a picture of the side art, I believe. Or the side of the cabinet or something. Um they also did a video tour to show uh what they said was improved build quality of their next game, which is the quote, the most stacked and loaded game we've ever made. Okay, cool. It's cool. Like and I think of their games, I think they're pretty packed. Uh, like like Alice true. Cooper's Nightmare Castle, yeah, there's, there's a lot going on. In yeah, there. there is, there is. Uh, Rick and Morty looks awesome. Um, so there's there. So this was they're doing Molex connectors in their machines. They're really stepping it up. What game are we playing next week? By the way, I think we're doing Rick and Morty. All right, yeah, so all I'm right. really looking forward I, to that. All right, sounds good. Yep. Um, and uh, they they have improved uh, power supply, so no more noisy fans in their power supply. So that's okay. that's a nice step. Keep, up. It, keep it up. Yeah, you don't have to replace their fans. I'm rooting for anymore, them. So yeah. Uh, I really, I'm really looking forward to playing Rick and Morty, so that should be fun. Um, let's see. Haggis, we talked about them last time. They sold out of their Mermaid Edition. So they sold oh, 250. Nice. Congratulations. Of the of the Mermaid, the upgraded like $9,000 version of, uh, of um, Fathom, which is crazy. And, I mean, good for them, but we haven't seen what the new rules show. <laughs> yeah. The rich kids are throwing that money around. There's so much. Well, there's there's so much money in the economies. Why not? Yeah. Buy a couple. Yeah. Buy a couple. Buy buy some. Be twenty uh, k uh, next year by Christmas. Actually, at this point, get maybe some, September. Get some stonks. They go yeah. up. Then you cash yeah. them out and you get a pinball machine. That's exactly. how it works. Exactly. Easy. <laughs> GG. Easy. Yeah. Um. So congrats to Haggis. Uh. Let's go over here. Where? Where's? Oh, here. Hey, did you see this one? Well, I'm really, really regretting not watching the full video of that. Um, I know he put out another video. Yeah. And I'm sorry that I can't talk about it with you, but did you watch it? I didn't, and now it's gone. You can't watch what? it. What? No, I was going to play it. Why? Because I was very excited that what? Pinball Adventures. He could have gotten free publicity on, on one of the <laughs> most listened to podcasts in pinball. There you go. Uh, he, but no, we have a webpage instead, but there was a... I was saving it. Like I was yeah. like, I'll watch this for the, the, during the podcast. Um, but makers of the one and only Punny Factory, which has not been manufactured. It is one and only. <laughs> <laughs> Literally one and only. They announced their next game, and it's Elements. And uh, okay. Not a great name, but uh, I do like the picture that they have there. Yeah, the art's pretty cool. But yeah. let, me, let me give you the concept. This Please. Is, the world has been plagued by five of the deadliest element monsters, and the infinity mirror is glowing bright red. What the fuck does that mean? They're, they need help with their writing. The infinity mirror? Yeah. <laughs> Three warriors, a deadly Valkyrie, a stealth ninja, and mighty knight need to combat and conquer these element monsters. You need to bring back the infinity mirror to pure white that it once was before it's too late. All right. Well, well you know, you just had an infinity quest, so maybe 
just not doing infinity beer. Okay, but anyways, I'm not. I don't give. I don't give too much about that. I do like the art. I, it's kind of crazy and creative. Oh, look at the the knight looks pretty cool. He looks like a um a Fallout guy. Though. Yeah, but yeah, that's cool. fine. He looks cool. Mm-hmm. I like that. Playfield infused octagon. Oh, there's infinity the infinity mirror. mirror. So that's cool. That's on the playfield. Okay, yeah, that's neat. I like. All right. That. All right. This is this is first of all, what the fuck? That's Groot. <laughs> Groot with a sword, dude. Uh, all right. Anyways, this is much better than Pony Factory. All right. So I'll, I always give credit where credit's due. We're going in the right direction, dude. All right. There's a stretch LCD topper. Okay. okay. All right. Maybe. Or or LDC, depending <laughs> on. Uh, so they're they're doing pinball right. There's some typos here. Yeah. So. They're nailed. They're gonna. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're good. They're gonna do great. They're gonna be a full blown manufacturer <laughs> soon. Uh, there's the oh, there's the flyer. Look at that. Uh, you can't really see it. in the video they showed the playfield which i'm I'm sad we can't really see because yeah, that's going. weird i wonder if there's some copyright issues that they ran into or something <laughs> i i don't know uh, the back box reminds me of like a was it 80s gottlieb quadrophonic yeah quadrophonic sound dual monitor display full retro backlash i don't know what that means <laughs> it means we didn't put a monitor in it that's what it means. oh shit there's no lcd <laughs> monitor yeah so it's just yeah okay the back that yeah, that's not something to brag about that you don't have a monitor back there it's all about how you position it nick you know no i know <laughs> <laughs> i know uh is that so all we got that's all we got damn it yeah missed opportunity with the play they taught us yeah. like i was like i'll watch this one day mm-hmm. but no no you snooze yeah. you lose yeah sorry lose. suckers you lose <laughs> <laughs> all right well listen again credit where credit's due uh you still haven't per- did punny factory no one's buying it or it's not available but your next game is uh better like better theme looks better theme, theme yep. looks theme looks better yep okay so so okay okay more to come yep uh start actually building some machines so there you go um what do we got uh oh jjp they got a not to steal the the thunder from goran later but they got a topper coming soon well, I wrote on JDP's enthusiast that Goran could do the topper reveal. He's a, we'll make him available. <laughs> he could. He could so do it on this podcast. Stick around for the end of the show. Goran is doing a deep dive into Guns N' Roses pinball topper. Are you listening here? Come on, make it happen. Yeah. We, this is where you want to reveal it on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So uh, coming soon. They're also doing uh, like an accessory store. And it's like pinballwizard.com or something like that. I signed up for the to, to be told when it's officially launched, so we'll let you guys know. You'll hear it here first. Well, um, they don't have a club where you pay thirty bucks a year or whatever to they, be told when they, they don't market you, it to you a day early. You give them your email address for free, and then they they market to you. It's weird. weird. It's weird. weird. <laughs> Almost like your email address has value in itself. Oh, it's, let me let me take some notes. Hold on. Crazy talk. Crazy talk. Um, they also added Wi-Fi, Bluetooth, and Scorbit to the Hobbit and Wands, so they're working their way back through the catalog so dialed in and pirates are the only two left to go on that. oh for toppers no for the the wi-fi bluetooth oh, connectivity dialed in and was uh, dialed in and pirates are still left to go everything else dialed has pirates. it now. okay any news on the final wizard mode for pirates i assume that's why they're doing pirates last uh, all right all right i don't have any inside info on that but give me give me that would that would make sense right like, yes, that would, lo- would be more logic behind there. it would yeah. make would make sense. Yeah. Oh, so I don't have score, but I'm a, I'm a games because those are my two games that I got. Yep. from JGP. Yep. All right. Um, other awesome code update news from JGP. Go. So if you haven't yet, connect your um, wa- uh, Wonka. 
if you got a Wonka, connect it with either Ethernet cable or there's a USB dongle you can get. Go to the JJP website. They'll tell you which one to get. Connect it to the internet. You have to be on the latest uh, ISO that you download from their website. Go to the update to the latest version that you can download. Connect your machine to the internet and opt into the beta program. So there's an open beta program now on JJPs that you can just download right to your machine once you're connected to the internet. And Joe Cat's totally reworked the um, rules for Willy Wonka. It moves a lot faster. It scores a lot higher. Um, it just takes everything that was in there and amps it up. So it's not like it's not like Dwight Ghostbusters update where we just threw multipliers all over the place just to make you feel better. It takes it takes what was in there and just elevates it more, right? He didn't millennialize uh, it. He didn't. No, he didn't add five ball saves or anything like that. Jesus. Um, but as a, I, I didn't. I only owned the game for a couple months before the update. Um, you like my my non stapler stapler? Hmm. This is this is what you get when Nick's in person. He starts analyzing things. Um, the uh, so what was I saying? Now I'm all, I'm all I'm dis- sorry. Now I'm all distracted. It, I, I held off for twenty minutes picking <laughs> like, that up and it? looking at. It. So this is a stapler that doesn't it doesn't use staples. It just like takes the paper and folds it over. I thought it was like a I have like a circle cutter like that for like mylar and shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was that. <laughs> um. Uh. So go update your Willy Wonka. Oh, like I was saying, like. So I can't compare great. I can't do a great job comparing to the old rules because I didn't play them that much. But I, all I know is I've I've progressed through the game more. It feels more satisfying now. I've gotten to four of the five um, uh, golden tickets where I'd only gotten I think two in the past. Um, so it's cool to be able to play uh, the the mini wizard modes like the the Gobstopper Mania one. And the uh, Wonka's office; those are all really cool. So the the fact that you get to see these more often are good. And there's there's more video clips in it. Oh my god, video clips! And you can skip the video clips now if you don't want video clips. So it's great. Uh, best of both worlds. Uh, so highly recommend it. Go in there, uh, get the beta, and um, jump in the Telegram so you can offer feedback too. Because Joe's looking for feedback from players. So if there's something in the rules that you don't particularly like to change, um, he's open to that as well. But uh, or if you if you if you find if you find something you love, tell him that too. Tell him good work because this was he did this in his spare time, labor of love kind of thing. Joe Cass is a boss, dude. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, weekends, evenings. So Skip, uh, myself, NS Pinball, and Goran were the beta testers for this. Uh, so we've been playing it for at least a month now. So if you don't like it, it's our fault. Yep, mostly our fault. Um, but we also have candy codes in the game now. So my pictures in the game. So oh my that's god, pretty, that's pretty it's hype. Like Kevin's vanity project. That's pretty hype. You know, I, didn't, I didn't know it was going to happen. He's just like, you guys are all getting codes. Well, the thing is, like, when you take the time to polish the code and make it exactly what you know it can be, which is, you know, sometimes doing this on your own, right, not on the company time. I mean, these games live for, for decades, right? And, you know, we talk about the code. Like, when we uh, reviewed Doctor Who, we were talking about the code. Like, you get recognition for, for quite some time, so... You know these guys are like artists, right? And their names attached to, it and they want it to be good. And and I have a ton of respect for that. That's awesome. Yeah, and you know this is his first game that he did the lead on it, so I feel like it's got like a special place in his heart, and he really wants to make it the best it can. It can be. Yeah. He wants people to love it. So even though the game's out of production, there's all this work that went in on it. So um, kudos to them for for stepping it up and taking it to the next level. But we lost 14 viewers when I uh, was fucking around with their, your stapler. <laughs> See, <laughs> that'll teach you. That'll teach you. Maybe it was me. I was talking too much. They're like, I'm out of here. Um, 
What else? Uh, American Pinball. All right, here's a here's a Dave Fix piece of news for you. you oh like wow. This. Okay. So all right, well, from uh, so this is from this came from Pinball News, and uh, they announced that they will have deluxe and classic models now. Okay. So like premium LE Pro premium. So the, the the classic is going to be like the operator version machine. Classic and, is a weird term because you think when you think classic and pinball, you think an old game, right? Right. So it's a weird term to use, but okay. Yeah, and then deluxe is like deluxe is fine. Amped yeah. up. Yeah. You know, we're going to charge you more for fancy stuff model. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're going to play very similar between the two models. They didn't say they would be exactly the same. Um, and they also said I, this was a real head scratcher to me. So they've done, the, uh, they did Houdini. They did Oktoberfest and they did Hot Wheels, right? Yeah. Uh, so and Hot Wheels seems to be well received. Like people seem to like that game and that's kind of the game that maybe turned the corner for them. Yeah, so they're kinda like building they're building up like Houdini was like people know who Houdini was, people know magic, but it's not really a licensed theme so much. Oktoberfest is just like this generic thing that people kinda understand. And then they got Hot Wheels, which is a real license. Like, right. There's Hot Wheels fans, you know, everybody knows Hot Wheels. But their next two games are going to be unlicensed. See, that's weird. Yeah, that's like again, as an operator, we would we will never buy, okay, ever, ever, ever buy an unlicensed game. So, you might say, well, that's fine. We're not interested in selling to operators, and maybe that's true. But if you if your business mo- your business model should be like, yeah, we want all the market, right? So why do an unlicensed game? I don't get that. That makes no sense. That's yeah. like a, a a a death kiss. Yeah, we've seen it over and over again where enthusiasts say oh when can we go back to the awesome themes of the 90s like attack for mars and medieval madness and you know jjp has made dialed in and uh multimorphic made heist and people don't buy them uh, you're gonna find a, a, a little niche of the market that's like cool original theme i like this enough based on the gameplay and the theme around it or whatever doesn't it matter as much i'm gonna buy it so skip says you know brings up did nick buy uh black knight sword of rage for the business so we we buy every stern um black knight sword of rage is is licensed on the black knight license but i it's a it's an based on original theme and guess what that game did the worst of any stern we've ever put on location so again it's it's a hundred percent and that was that was sort of like okay let this is a game that's known by some people it's cool i i, I swear if we had the top around it probably would have done better <laughs> i don't doubt it um but yeah people uh, i mean the game's hard so it's but I, the game was called star wars and it was the same game uh it would have made it at least tw- two or three times as yeah, much put 100%. a guy put a guy with a lightsaber in the middle instead of the black knight and boom yeah, it'll be. I mean, funny. I mean, look. Here's the games we could have gotten because we got a new. Game. We could have gotten Mandalorian, which we did. We, we could have gotten Turtles and, and all that. Like, well, okay. Well, what do you think is the best license, Mandalorian, yeah. out, out of that? So mm-hmm. it's it's always. I don't care how the as a business. I don't care if the game is good or bad. I care about the license 100 percent as the operator. Now that's different from me as a collector, right? But as an operator, it's a hundred percent theme. Yep. Um, so, but they will be returning to license themes after that. So, all right. Maybe, maybe they're, they're trying not to overdo it at this point too, because you also don't want to like over promise under deliver. So come out with this amazing theme and you can't deliver on manufacturing. I don't know what their yeah. manufacturing capacity is. It's a weird, I mean, it's a weird time yeah. I, for any, I mean, uh, pinball uses so many damn parts, right? <laughs> and all you hear, but all I hear about, you know, I talk to people from, from businesses and work and, and supply chain issues every which way so yeah i don't know what it's like making a pinball machine but it can't be easy right now right and if you're missing one part you can't build the machine so 100 percent. yeah all it takes. yeah i mean how many parts go into an average in pinball machine it's ridiculous mm-hmm. ridiculous mm-hmm. it's crazy 
Um, oh, the IFPA is coming back. We can go over to that. So that's exciting uh, for our friends who are into competitive pinball. Um, they're uh, officially resuming sanctioning events for Whopper points starting August 1st, 2021. Uh, tournament and league directors are welcome to begin submitting events to the IFPA calendar using their tournament manager accounts. The 30-day advance notice rule is still in effect, so any event held on August 1st must be submitted by July 2nd. Uh, until further notice, non-U.S. events with fewer than 16 participants at private locations will be sanctioned, provided that registration for those events is public. Um, any leagues that were unable to complete their 2020 seasons, that's us, uh, can pick up where they left off, but the IFPA will not retroactively sanction events, leagues, or tournaments held between March 17th and July 31st, 2021. Uh they're not a, so you can't like oh I had a huge tournament in my house during a pandemic I want whopper points for it they're gonna say no you shouldn't have done that and you're not getting points um, specifically with respect to leagues none of the activity of that league season is allowed to have taken between place during this period if that league wishes to be sanctioned for whopper points which totally cool with um, I, I agree with that uh, I like that they're waiting until August because you gotta give people time to to get their stuff uh, back in order and uh it's gonna be fun so i think that that you know we were talking about when we were gonna start up league again and how we're gonna do it and uh i was like well they haven't started sanctioning uh pinball events yet so we couldn't like pick up our our league that had uh that had um is my discord going off yeah you guys don't want to hear that <laughs> um yeah so we'll be able to pick up where we left off and move on to the next uh next event too so yeah i think we're I, well we'll talk about over tacos but i'm thinking we go straight to the, the finals at this point because we'd have to make up like three league nights yeah which is ain't happening yeah. so maybe we'll do uh the finals before league starts or something like that and we'll, I don't know, we'll, we'll figure it out um it'll be interesting yeah it'll be uh it'll be interesting so hopefully hopefully we're through this hopefully there's no kind of crazy variant and we're back into yeah. this garbage again yeah because people lose their minds during a pandemic which we which we saw so on both ends of the debate, I guess. Right? <laughs> Apologies if you're listening to this and freaking out that your Discord is going off because uh, mine was and I turned it off. So all right, they're they're off now. All right, that's why everybody left. <laughs> no, we're back up. We're back up. We're back up. We're we're going back up. There you go. Don't touch the stapler. We'll be good. I don't know. They didn't want to hear about <laughs> Wonk the Donk or something. Yeah. Oh, uh, finally, uh, Deep Root still hasn't shipped the game. So there you go. <laughs> that just doesn't uh kevin davis doesn't update that that's just like a, a bullet point that remains on every of our show notes yeah it's gonna stay there now like remember when everybody it's was burned in on his screen <laughs> everybody's pushing for the ghostbusters code update for so long and every month the the update would come out from stern and be like we're working on ghostbusters code we're working on i wish they didn't work on it <laughs> I know. but whatever i'm not if i never play that game again i'm okay yeah um so there you go um Buffalo updates. Uh, we, location pinball is returning. Why don't we, I thought that'd be something interesting to, to talk to you about. So yeah, we talked about oh, during the pandemic, things definitely things like totally died for you guys, but it's starting to come back a little bit now, right? Uh, it is slowly. I think like uh, we have games at Masuda Chow still, which Kevin's representing with his hat. Um, I think they're only opening up their their arcade like certain days of the week or something. I don't know yeah. if they've gotten full. They're still being cautious. Um, we just brought games back to CBW uh, last week, I think. Yep, last week. And only two games right now. We're going to have a maximum of three games, which at one point in time we had a couple, then we had like 10, and then we went back down to three. So I guess we're back down to three. So, um, yeah, I think 
you know, we're going into a dark period of like location pinball tournaments and we're going back old school to leagues in the house and maybe a house tournament here and there, something like that. Those, I mean, those are always fun. I like doing those and, uh, I'm okay with that. So we, we did a, we had a hell of a run. We did. And it took a pandemic to, uh, to stop us and slow us down. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I'm, so I'm we won't right. be doing team league anymore because so many of the locations are just gone now. Yeah. Um, and the, the joy of that was like getting to go around and go to all these different locations and play different, different teams. So we'll keep doing our league at home. Um, do we have at least three, maybe four hosts now? I think we picked up potentially two new ones. Nice. Potentially. So that would put us at five, which is cool. If Mark still wants to do it, you, me, Mark, yeah, plus the two more, Dean, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, Dean, and yep. cool, yeah. So we'll be in good shape for that. Mark Nagy, everybody, yeah. Indeed. I know you guys miss him. We'll have to go to his house and do a stream soon. Yeah, yeah I miss hanging out with Mark. He's a good yep, dude for sure. Um, and so pinball location pinball is slowly coming back. Uh, Nick and I were talking about what shows we should go to now that that Pembroke isn't around either. Yeah. So, um. I think Pinbrew is going to be probably the one that a bunch of us go to. That was that was a no brainer. That's easy to go to based on location, and um, it looks like a fun time. We've heard good things from our friends that went. Yeah, Jeff and Nick went. Nick Kaiser, um, and they said it was a good time. So mm-hmm. next year, definitely looking forward to that. Maybe Pintastic. Maybe um, I know Nick and I are thinking about doing um, Indisc on the other on the West Coast for our, our big tournament. So wait, let me ask you this, Gab. Yeah. Um, Adeline says, what was my reaction to the last press release from Deep Root? Was there one that we didn't do? There was a press release that we didn't cover? God, yeah, I gave up. It was just more like... It's more nonsense. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm done. You're right. <laughs> you, you filtered it, yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. We'll have a cool down period. Unless, like, there's something significant, we'll, we'll have a cool down. Don't... Listen, this is not the end of the saga, right? <laughs> like, I was just... I mean, I, I said it before, but this Deep Root pinball saga would make a great documentary i wish he was so vain that he had like a documentary start from years ago about building up a pinball company yeah because that'd be amazing to watch yeah nice try new of that that was, that was a good one um <laughs> um yeah okay so where are we gonna go in disc yeah in disc fantastic what else is in the area relatively in the area uh, uh this is a cleveland show uh cleveland Remember show the cleveland, the cleveland show was good i might do yeah maybe i'll do that maybe Uh-oh. i'll do that so yeah, we're still like, you know, you and I were talking about like going to like an indoor concerts and stuff like that and mm-hmm. sort of like, you know, do, I don't need to do that. Yeah. Do I run back into that? Even though I don't know. I don't know. Pinball, at least you can sort of keep your distance from people. The, the, yeah, but the pinball gross. has so many smells, so you can just imagine all like you know, you know what you're breathing in from people. I'll be wearing my mask. <laughs> that can stay, as far as I'm yep. concerned. I was, I was, I was telling you last week, like when I was traveling, like let's keep like wearing masks in a into a public bathroom. Let's <laughs> keep that as like common practice, yep. right? Who 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 would object to that? That's great, common practice. Mask in all restrooms. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Are, are not weird. They're not required, but but perfectly acceptable to wear. Like you're not a weirdo. You're actually pretty smart houston arcade expo yeah i've heard that one's cool i know the the multimorphic guys go to that i would like to go to uh texas again sometime because the i watched the i think it was the not for resale video game documentary and they showed the the video the national video game museum that's right near there um that looks really cool so i'd like to go to that uh which would be a draw to go back to texas pinball fest so uh be like a two for one kind of thing but I, I've been to Texas, so it's like lower priority. Right, we're trying to hit up other shows, so yeah. you know we're knowledgeable. Um, there's like the Northwest Pinball thing, right? They do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, um, Southern Fried Gamer Expo is supposed to be really good too in Atlanta. 
Uh, there's oh a, yeah, we'll go see Brian. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. There's a couple in fun. Florida, like Free Play Florida and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll do that. We'll we'll try to mix it up, right? Ann we'll try Arbor to rotate too. around. Yeah, that that was the one we were gonna do, and then right, it was like right when the pandemic hit. Yeah, um, I don't think I got my money back from that. Oh really? I haven't tried, but I didn't get it. I, I, I forgot we even bought tickets. We did. I don't think Clay's yeah. going to fucking give money back. Maybe we'll see. We just, you just end up selling the ticket to somebody else probably because they always sell out. Yeah. Well, they, did they reschedule that? Uh, I've not been paying attention yeah, to it because it's like, well, well it's going to happen. Um, Joe Cherubino asked about the, you know, the battle of the border. Well, I mean, the nor- uh, <laughs> uh, what's it? The North American battle or whatever we call it um, against the uh, city pinball. Well, listen, you guys can't get your shit together up in Canada. <laughs> so we're ready to go. We could do it this summer. But you guys can't get your act together, so I get guess we, we we win two years in a row. <laughs> I'll take you to the trophy store and I'll put by default. I'll put 20, 2021 default champion, uh, re, uh, re retaining champions. We, we win because we got vaccinated. Bubble pinball <laughs> parentheses by default. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but yeah, uh, you got to get over four percent vaccinated, and then we'll we'll come hang out with you guys. But in yeah. the meantime, we're, we're going to keep going to see Blue Jays games in Buffalo because that's fun. I heard Toronto's good. I heard Toronto's like 70% vaccinated, right? You were telling me that. Right, That's yeah. a Kevin Joe, Joe told me that. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's, Toronto is getting it together. The rest of the country. Yeah. It's a big it's a big place. So you got you to send vaccines up. Yeah, I go to Saskatoon. A whole lot of areas. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, that's that's it. You got any game room updates? Um, I have broken games that need to be fixed and now that i'm vaccinated so who wants to come over and help me fix my games i'll pay you i, I, need, I looking looking for a pinball repair person yeah so hit me up buffalo new york go. pinball repair person come Let's visit nick help uh help help a uh, adult man in need <laughs> his toys are broken and so is his spirit <laughs> exactly um i didn't really have much i was trying to think like i don't think i it's finally a month where like i didn't have to really fix much i didn't buy anything of significance so uh, the, the room's the room's looking good. Like somebody in my chat the other day was like, "What pinball machine do you want that you don't have?" And I was like, I looked around my room. And I was like, I kind of like all my games. I can't think of one that I would rather have than what I already have. Well, you were asked like if you had to get rid of one, or, or like, like it, is there any out. game that it, you'd really you want that you don't have? And I was like, not really. It's pretty, a good place to be, right? Pretty happy with my lineup. Yeah, it's a good place to be. So you don't see yourself sell. Let me. Well, I'm gonna have to sell something if I want to get something. I have a I have a hard time now selling. I almost rather buy a storage place. It's weird to put games in storage. It's yeah, kind of a selfish like, thing. Why own it then? If you're not I know it's a, but here's the thing. Like so, prices are only going up, right? Yeah. And you want it back, and you know I I, I don't know. It's 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 hard to sell games. Like I've got to move. Uh, oh, by the way, I I'm, I'm buying uh, that Black Knight Sword Rage. I don't know if I said last time. So I'm okay. buying it. It's nice. going to be a keeper. I'm really excited. Really happy about that. Um, I got to get in my basement and my basement's full cause we already have countdown, like kind of in the side room, like kind of non-operational. So, um, I told Matt Taylor, he can borrow Harlem. Nice. Uh, he's, he's be my pinball babysitter. There you go. Uh, he's a great guy. So, but that's where I'm at. Like, we're like, I'm talking to Martha, like Martha's the one style games, especially the classics are harder to get back and yep. blah, blah, blah. So now I'm, I, I'm at that point mm-hmm. and it's such a headache now to even think to get a game. Cause I'm like, how the fuck am I getting in my basement? I hate my basement. I, it's like all these moves have to happen. I'm just like, Psh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. I had to really, 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 really want a game. There's no casual like I'm going to buy a game, which is kind of awesome. Yeah. Like it saves me from wasting, being wasteful of my money and, and stuff like that. But I'm kind of in the same boat that you are. Yeah. I mean, you go through phases of, of the hobby, I feel like. You, you first get into it and you're like, give me anything. I just want a pinball machine. And it's like, 
now I want to fill up a whole room full of pinball machines because they're awesome. So uh, Rocco says just shove it in the closet. That's, they have a pinball in the closet. Yeah, I love it. It's, yeah. that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> they, they have to like pull it out when they want to stream it. Yep. And stuff. Yep. Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. We, yeah. all, we all know that. You in the hobby long enough, you know what happens. Small town just moved uh, and had to haul like fifteen pinball machines. Dude, that's the thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you start thinking of this. Like, I'm like, oh, am I gonna live in this house forever? What if I move? And then you think about moving pinball machines, and it's like. It's not that my enthusiasm is down in the hobby, but like I had like this limitless like passion and energy. Like I can do anything, move any game. I was like a new game, and you know it's like you know with with any kind of drug, um, (laughs) you just need more of it. And like I I don't know, it's now it's 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 different. Yeah, and you get older, you start moving games around, and this is really dumb. This is I need an easier. Oh, and the JJP (laughs) games too. I got to take like the head off and. just talking about it, I feel my heart rate going up. I should put the <laughs> monitor on. Like, it's really stressful, so I gotta, you got to be smart and strategic. But, yeah. yeah, you know, 10 years ago, it was like, I, I've moved a lot of games in my life. Yeah. I really have. And I think about I'm when good. I went and got those Rush the Rock racers. I was like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, why do I have these? These things are ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah. now they're in here. It's like, just leave them there. Yeah, that's what happens. <laughs> yeah. Between, it's going to stay the rest of your life. Between the Rush of the Rocks, and my JJPs, and my P3, I'm like, I'm never leaving. Logan's going to have to deal with that at some <laughs> exactly, point. Exactly. <laughs> You're a headache now, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> You've inherited a Rush of the Rock. <laughs> sorry. sorry. Good I luck. Sold, I sold the uh, No Fear that you really like, but you got all these other pinball machines. Yeah. There you go. Um, there you go. That those are gamer rubber beats. All right. Why, why does uh, Game Time Television get a? It says a hi, Kevin, but no, no love for me. What the fuck? Game Time. Ah, right. That hurts. You got to stream more. That Nick. hurts. People will love you more. You're gonna bring back the Friday streams. God, God if only I can get some strangers to love me in my life. <laughs> That's the secret to happiness. Exactly. <laughs> we need the Friday streams, Nick. Well, listen, I, I, I was I was telling Kev before we started streaming, um, I'll give back updates. There you go. It's, it's part of the game room update. I will start streaming again. I, I think I hope. I went to the back uh, specialist or whatever. They gave me some anti-inflammation thing. I'm going to get an MRI. I'm going to go to PT. I got like a slip disc. So um, I'm feeling a little better on those meds. So I think I can I think I stream. I played pinball with Kevin. Uh, we're getting to that yesterday, and I was I was okay. So, yeah, we'll get back to the streaming. That's, yeah. That should happen. So, yeah, you did you did great uh, plan. We went out. So we were at the – we went to the baseball game last Saturday. We were hanging there, and we were like – you hadn't played uh, Led Zeppelin and Avengers yet. I was like, we should do that for the podcast so we can talk about it. And then it got to be yesterday, end of the day, and I was like, we never did that. Why don't we go do it tonight? Yeah. So we did so it. So thanks for bringing that up. Because <laughs> I would have been sitting here today and be like, oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, so let's talk about uh, Avengers and Led Zeppelin. So we're uh, uh, this is hopefully the, the first of a series of catching up after covid with all the catching up after covid uh that we didn't get to play up two of them are avengers and led zeppelin those are two available locally for us to play on location that's we went out and played those uh first game we played was was uh led zeppelin we went to a stinky old uh pizzeria it was terrible man it was just like we went to the, like kevin said stinky pizzeria there's like smoke in the air our, our eyes were literally burning <laughs> and it was a hot day in buffalo and they had like clearly no fans or ac so um, I don't know if we incurred some permanent damage. Yeah, this yesterday. is what we go Probably. through for you guys to bring you guys the content. So you better appreciate it. Was it, a mis- right? it was a miserable experience. <laughs> Not only was uh, the environment invi- miserable, so was the pinball machine. Oh, yeah, I was, I was, I was. <laughs> thanks for picking that up. Thank you. Thank I was you. gonna say the environment was also miserable. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, we played Led Zeppelin. So, Nick, I have to say, you were pretty positive on this game, like when it was announced, and uh, you're like, "It's a Steve Ritchie game. Um, you know, it's, it's gonna play. It's gonna be great." 
didn't live up to your expectations. I don't think I said that. I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't overtly negative like everybody else. Like yeah. I was sort of like the this could be fun. Okay. category. So not not super positive. But, you know, I wanted to, everyone was shitting on it and I and sometimes when you have an ex, kind of extreme one-sided opinion I, I like to say, okay, let's let's play devil's advocate. Um Steve Ritchie historically has put out games where every time his games are shown, um they're kind of a, a bare play field. There's usually no toy. Um it's it's a uh, recycled layout in in many ways and yet the games end up being really fun to shoot and play right you know and people love them. i mean you know acdc huge seller for stern huge seller for stern mm-hmm. uh game of thrones again big seller did very well star wars i hate the game but i mean it's, it's i'm sure it sold well a lot of people have star wars what am i missing um uh, game of I, thrones black knight oh a uh, star trek again star, star trek, trek i mean people shit all over it nothing in the game right it's fun game to shoot right. okay yep so I, I was pointing out kind of that, that, that counter argument that, look, this could be fun. It's a music pin, blah, blah, blah. Um, so I went in there with, I think, reasonable expectations. Okay. Not like this is going to be terrible. Not this is going to be great. But this, this Steve Ritchie game it could be right. fun. Okay. Um, and I think the game is pretty terrible. Now, let me put some caveats. Uh, the environment we were playing in wasn't great. The game was dirty. Um, it wasn't set to the right pitch it was it was more it was floating it was floating flat although you know it wasn't like it was too high so you couldn't hit shots right, right. usually that's it's it's more okay to be floaty and it wasn't super slow but it, it wasn't right um other than that everything on the game worked mm. um it's just here's here's my thing with playing the game it just wasn't fun and I think in my mind when I looked at like this layout, it's like, oh, it's going to be fast. It's going to be Steve Ritchie. Um, it's going to have a nice flow. But the shots are pretty tight on that game. And when I think like this, you're making this rock rhythm game. I think you want it to be this fast game that flows and, and you know you get into the rhythm, liter- literally, right? You're mm-hmm. going along with the music, kind of lose yourself in this game. I could not hit shots to save my life. Like I was just struggling. It was just like bricking things. Remember that video that somebody posted on Facebook? Like making fun of Led Zeppelin, where it was just like this blank play field, and the ball would go <laughs> to the end and come back. Yeah. I'm not kidding. It, it 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 felt like that. Like the shots are so far back, and again, usually like open play field shots far back are fun. I would hit a shot and it might rattle around on like a ramp and then come back down. And it wasn't because it was steep. I I don't know, man. It, it's just like you really gotta be precise with your shots. So forget sort of getting into a rhythm and flow. It was very rare that I got into a rhythm and flow of it. I just felt like bricking shots all over. I, look, I'm a good player, and I I, I know that. Um, and after probably playing, we probably played like eight games. Yeah, maybe. we played an hour. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't hitting them any better. Everything just felt like kind of a clunk fest, um, you know. And I give the caveat about it not being perfectly pitched right, but I don't think changing the pitch would have fixed that. And I also don't think that the addition of the thing that comes up from the center would even remotely save the game. I think it's going to make it worse, or maybe, it, but. There's inherent problems with that game. I was just really surprised by it. It should have been more. It should have been easier to get into a groove like you can on like uh, ACDC, yeah. where you're kind of just flying around, hitting ramps, and you're like bobbing your head and just getting lost in it. Um, really weird, really weird tightness to the shots. I I don't know, man. This game is uh, this game needed that right because the art's not great. It's only got ten songs. Um, nothing seemed impressive in the rules. Now, granted, I didn't overly analyze the rules, so put an asterisk there it didn't have any moments either in the game right no nope. 
And the pro, like, why not have, when you hit the Zeppelin, a stand-up thing to lock it? Right? That's not, why, why not hold it so at least you pause it for a second or something? And then I'm just going off, Kevin. Do it. And then, uh, then the other weird choice is the song just, pl- you pick a song, the song just plays through to the end, <laughs> and then another song comes on. And again, the song and music is not incor- incorporated into the game whatsoever. Yeah, you pick a song and it changes some lit shots on it, but it's just, it's just a very basic, like, it seems, I'm sorry to insult the team. I feel like a dick when I say this, but it just comes off as like, no effort is put into this. It's just not a good game. Now, if I had it in my collection, I spent more time with it, maybe I would see the light, and maybe it's one of those games It's like, Nick, listen, listen, listen. You play it more, you fall in love and like it, but I don't know. It, it did not leave a good impression, and I, I, I wanted this game to be fun and, and good, and I wanted to, to say to everybody, see, you know, it's Steve Ritchie strikes again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know what happened with this game, but it's, uh, it's not good um, from, from you know the eight games I played. And it's kind of a joke when you think about Led Zeppelin. I mean, I'm sorry, Guns N' Roses. I mean, granted, you know, these Guns N' Roses is more. It's always going to be more with, with, with Jersey Jack. I get that. But usually where Stern can, can win a point in their column is being fast and fun and fun to shoot, right? Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it, and it failed miserably, I think. I don't know. Am I, am I crazy, chat? I, I didn't even, I've not looked at reviews. I've not looked at any discussion of this game at all. So... I have just come, kind of coming in clean to it and being very disappointed. Yeah, well, I don't see I don't see a lot of people talking about it, so I don't think it's sold a lot um, for whatever reason. Uh, I I just think in general it's just kind of like it it had bad timing too because it came out after GNR had this amazing <laughs> reveal and everybody was like I'm buying that and then they're like here's another rock theme with half the songs and people are asking this is the pro model i thought i made that clear oh, yeah, that's i didn't i didn't play the premium or le I, but this is the pro model so it didn't have the thing that yeah, came up we played the and again i can't see in my mind how that would would save the fundamental problems that i i saw in that game yeah so it's weird like the i, I said this to nick yesterday they took four shots and jammed them on the left and then there's like just a big wide open area on the right <laughs> it's so weird and the shots on the left are all very tight I see. Um, well, I see three shots. So you've got like the Star Trek lock shot. Yeah, yep. Then you have the orbit, and then you have this really tight lock ramp, and that and like and then the, I was including you the include the ramp. side one. Okay, this, the but, center ramp, and then the side one. If you want to include five, like it's really one. hard to say this is a flow game because the shots are really tight. Um, so a lot of just bricking going on. A lot of kind of ball goes back up, bricks rattles around, comes back down, and you're like, okay. Or you just hit post. And people are saying maybe it wasn't set up right. And, and that's true. I don't think the pitch was anything crazy. I, I'm sorry. I don't think the side-to-side was anything crazy. It seemed fine enough. Yeah. Um, like a little more floaty pitch. Yeah, maybe. But I should have been able to hit the ramp shots easy. If anything, a floaty pitch makes the game faster sometimes. And, and uh, you know, hitting the ramps are like even easier, right? right. Um, it's just not the case here. Yeah, the uh, the upper flipper shot to the dead end does nothing for me. It's, it's so very obvious that like, oh, there should be a ramp here, but there's not because we took it out from the from the LE. The only flow was the center ramp shot. Yeah, and that's it was kind of cool how it kind of goes. I think behind the thing and mm-hmm. comes out like so. Okay, that's a neat shot. Yeah, it's, it's very reminiscent of uh, Avengers actually. Yeah, that was the only shot where I was like, this is not a bad shot. And it's fun to hit. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is it's got to plunge like Star Wars. So sometimes you'll plunge and it'll just go right to the out lane. <laughs> yeah. Another kind of an annoying plunge. Um, you know, Nobody likes it's that. better than Star Wars yeah. for sure. Cause it's further back. It's further back. Yeah. But, 
and it doesn't angle it right towards. But most of the time, if you if you did it and it went out, it would go out on the right yeah, side. Yeah, I think this this game just seems to have like nothing going for it. Yeah. it's kind of it's kind of sad. I, the really. best part of it is the music. Like the music's good. I was like singing along to some of the songs. Like this is cool. Led Zeppelin songs are fun. Yeah, but you have a game that has ten songs and it's just not cool. Right. Like You're at get this point, them. right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's that's I got nothing else to say about Zeppelin. I played it. So I've played it twice now. I went out with Nick Kaiser and played it. And after a couple games, I was like, "That's enough Led Zeppelin." And then after we played a couple games, I was like, yeah. "That's enough Led Zeppelin." It doesn't leave you wanting more. Yeah, well, maybe we'll give a proper review. This is just impressions. We haven't really delved into it. Maybe I'll see the light. Maybe there's code. I, I don't know. Maybe something. Maybe I'll just get some real time to spend out. I'm never going to go back to that pizza place again because I don't know <laughs> yeah. if I have like if um I have cancer now. I have no idea. From we're we're going to glaucoma or something from fuck from all the smoking. Jesus. Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's it just it's like a a cool jukebox with flippers on it. <laughs> it's like it's very very much your uh, bog standard stern. It's like here's the modes, here's some multi balls. Apparently, there's some ridiculous multipliers in there that you can get up to like thirty four hundred x or something. It like that. It seems like they did the bare like checking off the bare minimum of that game. That's yeah. that's what it felt like, man. Yeah. I hate I hate saying that. That's what it felt like. Yeah. There's there's the impression, the feeling of the game, and and that's it. There's nothing outstanding about it. And then uh and then we went to uh, Pulp Seven One Six, where Nick Kaiser owns the um, Avengers there, and it's like a breath of fresh air. You see what I did there, Kevin? You did it. Both the game and the place. So <laughs> um, that's like a Pulp Seven One Six is like like a comic book store, and they have like bubble tea, so it's it's pretty cool. Um, and just walking in and walking up to Avengers, I'm like, wow, this game looks great. Right, like the art, Ooh, art's yeah. popping on the cabinet. The cabinet looks awesome. He does a good job of maintaining the game. Art looks really good. I mean, the, I, I've seen obviously I've seen pictures of the Avengers. Um, I, I saw a little bit of streams, not not much, you know, maybe like five minutes worth. Um, the game looks really good in person. Like any pictures or camera overview camera head does not even remotely do justice to how good this game looks. Um, I, I was really impressed by that. Um, first and foremost, what do you think? Yeah, and just the. Looking at it from the top of the play field is like, I want to shoot all of these shots. It looks yeah. really cool. Yes, like, exactly. Like, exactly. I want to see where this goes, how yeah. I can combo these shots. Well, look and- at this shot. Where does this go? Like, I haven't seen it. Like, wow. You're like, and then we were playing for a while. I'm like, oh my God, there's this shot here. I didn't even see that before. Yep. And then it's like the little, little, little sneaky shot up the middle and you can get the, the Hawkeye combo ramps going. And- it was the pro model. And, and again, I'm glad you asked what model because I'm like, God damn, this looks like the LE model yeah. compared to Led Zeppelin. Like I'm like this is the pro. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> they had a bill of materials for this what one. What did they give Steve Ritchie a fourth of the budget? And it was like good luck. There you go. I don't understand. We spent all the money on the music. You got nothing left. Sorry. Yeah. It's really. It's just. It's really bizarre, man. These they're just radically different games. Yeah. So it, it's funny too because they're they're not they're what probably not even a year apart in release, and the difference is outstanding. And so um, you know art's great. Music and callouts is, is the, probably the weak point of this game, right? It's like the the callouts are weak and the unimpressive. Music is under, yeah, for, is like totally totally forgettable. Like um, I wasn't so I wasn't really paying a ton of attention to like re- from a review perspective, but it's nice when you don't because you, you're like, okay, what I remember from that? Not really distinct. Like none of the characters sound distinct. Did yeah. you hear any of the bad guys have voices? Uh, like or Hulk, anything Hulk's like that? voice is cool. I feel like he's like, oh, I'm angry. Bah. Sure, yeah, that that's fine. Cool. And then you got a jackpot call. He's just like jackpot, you know. Yeah, it wasn't <laughs> like bad like X Men was, but yeah. 
Do you, uh, did any of the bad guys like antagonize, or were they antagonistic? Were they, I, I can't um, even remember. Yeah, Thanos in there, like when he would lose the, the when he would take the, the gems, he said he'd say some stuff, but not like, not, it's not like Black Knight where he's like taunting the crap out of you. Like, that's what you want. From that's a, a missed opportunity, guy. dude. Yeah. I mean, the, the, um, superhero theme and like the voices and being antagonistic. This is a fail, I think, in the sound department on mm-hmm. this game. It's just like, I feel like it just barely crosses the line where you're not like it's bad, but you're just like, uh, all right, well, I guess you, you, you check the box. Yeah. You have some generic superhero music. Uh, you know, I don't know what to expect, but it's not, it's not great. The voices are just like, okay, they're not X-Men terrible. But, you know, in playing Black Knight, when you have a villain, you're fighting something, it's like, Black Knight Sword of Rage is how you make a game where you're fighting somebody. Like you're fighting a bad guy or bad guys. Yeah. And they I don't I don't know. It's just it's just very bland. Yeah. I wonder if anybody's done a replacement sound package on that like folks did for Jurassic Park. So um uh what else? Uh the rules. So I think you and I are both like like the rules are not very approachable. There's not I guess the, the the tower is probably the obvious thing to do, like the easy multi ball. That and the Thor multi ball, bash the bash the captive ball to start a multi ball. But starting modes was not overly um, obvious. Um, yeah, it's not an intuitive game, you know, not an intuitive game. Yeah, but playing it, like you start to figure it out, and you can tell there's a lot there. And it's going to keep you interested in the long run in your house, right? So there's like, we didn't even get into all the, there's the, the drop targets on the left and there's all these rules integrated with that. Um, you know, the, the quests, the gem quests are not easy. So, you know, it's not just like hit four shots and you're done. Like there's a lot to do. You can get into stacking multi-balls into those. If you understand what stacking multi-balls and modes are, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you can do that. Um, so like, I was like, oh, this Thor multi-balls right here. Why don't I? Uh, do that with one of my gem quests and that'll help me progress through the gem quest so um and there's like little stuff like the hawkeye like shot when you lock the shot in the oh tower. my god that like blew my mind yeah, it's like it releases it and you gotta fire it off to try to nail it yeah the hawkeye shot so i didn't know this was in the game um you you, you hit this like lock shot and it's like a little tower and the ball holds it with a magnet and then it like has almost like a countdown releases it and, you, and super fast and you got to hit it with a thing i i couldn't do it um but i was like my god what night and day between these games? You got this phoned-in Led Zeppelin, and then you have Keith actually busting his ass and thinking, "Okay, how can I make a unique pinball machine?" This is amazing. This is Keith's best design, and I'm just I'm blown away by what he's doing. It, it shoots great. All the shots I hit felt fantastic. I was like discovering new shots. I don't know how he he packed it all in the playfield. It's uh, I can't say enough. It, it's so refreshing that he's in the hobby doing what he's doing, and, and Eric Minier like. These guys are uh, a much needed injection of new talent into pinball, and thank God. Yeah. Because like the two games I'm thinking about getting now, it's like okay, I think maybe I need a Adventures Infinity Quest at one point, and I, I, I hate, I honestly kind of hate the superhero themes. Mm-hmm. It doesn't do anything for me. It's almost a negative at this point. Deadpool is cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and, and then Guns and Roses, you know, and I didn't talk about Guns and Roses from playing it on 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 the stream, but I had a lot of fun. People asked me about that. I think it's a great game. So those are the two games I kind of I kind of want now. But these are the, again these 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 designers are, are crushing it, and I also never got into Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um. Even the first time I played it, I was like, I can look at it and, and analytically and and like, oh, these shots are cool, they're unique. But like, I never had a lot of fun. I don't know why. I I just didn't 
get excited or that much into it anytime I've ever played it. Mm-hmm. From the first time I played it to the last time I played it at your house. Yep. But Avengers Affinity Quest, just love from the first flip. And I'm you know thinking today, woke up today, I was like, I want to play more of that game. I really want to dive in and understand what's going on here. Um, other than the theme and the we call it to music, which is too bad, I, I just... Keith fucking crushed it, man. Mm-hmm. Thank God, dude. Thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much. I hope I hope these games sell out a lot, so people stop fucking phoning it in and, and being safe. Like, I I don't know what his design philosophy is, but I appreciate all the work that he's done because, you know, you you look at so many of these games getting released over the last ten years, and it's just like, are these all the pinball designs? Are there only like four pinball design layouts, and and that's it? And they're like, no, look, we can still do a new pinball design. There's still more things to come, which is awesome. Yeah. I remember, I don't know, it must have been like when I first got into the hobby, there was a discussion. I forgot what game came out and there was, oh, it's a it's a fan layout. And they're like, well, there's only so many shots you can put on a pinball machine, right? And when you think about pinball, you're like, yeah, that's true. You got two flippers and they, they kind of go, you can only put it so many places. But then you look at something like Avengers, it's like, this is a freaking roller coaster on a pinball machine. There's like all these shots, all these wireforms. Which you should. It's a superhero thing, so a lot of elevated things, yep, right? Yep. And the turnarounds from like the ramp shots were so cool, man. Yeah. It's like magic, like you said, it's like a roller coaster. Like, talk about just thinking, okay, what can I do? Right? Mm-hmm. What can I do differently? And that center ramp that you could just combo all over either from the Oh my god, that was so ones. cool, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just you just think about it, like that's awesome. I want to do that again. And we didn't even play the premium, which has like the the straight up shot that goes like up and up and around and holy shit it's crazy i am just i was just blown away and it, and it, it's kind of funny it's kind of funny that we played led zeppelin first and then played that it was, it was i'm glad we ended on that note yeah you yeah. know i guess maybe any game is impressive after led zeppelin but i think that i'm, I'm legit impressed with that game yeah chris the pinturn probably because i'm shitting on themes left and right asked what my dream themes are um i'll, I'll give a couple <laughs> do it uh, so I would love to, uh, this theme's been done. I want to see Jersey Jack do um, Indiana Jones. We need a, uh, just like the last movie, um, the Stern's Indiana Jones was garbage, right? So we can't really count it. Um, so, you know, the Williams Indiana Jones from 93, fantastic game, but we need one for, for this century. Yeah. Um, especially with the new movie coming out. You know, it's the kind of thing where they can make an epic game like Pirates was. I'd, I'd love to see only Jersey Jack do it. Don't fucking touch it, Stern. You <laughs> fucked up. You lost your right. Let Jersey Jack make it, okay? Please make it. That is a no-brainer theme. That is a classic no-brainer. You, Jersey Jack, you guys like the themes. You gotta save it. You, it's a, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta do it right. We need it. We deserve it. Okay? Like, I didn't like Star Wars as a kid. Indiana Jones is my guy. Yeah, All right, I want that. Okay, let's do that. So number one dream theme. I'll also take a Curb Your Enthusiasm for the uh, humor theme. I would love uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm for, for humor. Yeah, see Larry David's bald head all over that goddamn game. Best, best cabinet art ever. Would play. Would play. Yeah. That's right. it? That's, that's Well, those are the like, easy to come up. Top of the mind. The ones. Top of the mind. But yeah. Indiana Jones, number one, a, a new one. Only a Jersey Jack does it. Don't fucking touch it, anybody else. You're not touching it. Don't ruin this for us. Hands off. Make Goonies. Everybody else. Make Goonies. Yeah. All right, Nick. Uh, I think we need. It's about taco time. Did we say enough about uh, the two games? I think we did. I think we covered the bases for first impressions. I think we did a good job. So wait, we got topper talk and then taco time. <laughs> taco taco time. times for us. We got we Top got all the alliteration for you, for you guys. Yeah. Um, before we go, be sure to follow us on social media. It's at the bottom of your screen down there. If you're listening, it's Buffalo Pinball on Twitter, Instagram. We got a group on Facebook. We're on YouTube. If you want to watch past broadcasts of this show and our live streams. And uh, I, I put up a, one thing I didn't talk about is that we talked about P3 earlier. Um, I did a in-depth look at the P3 video because inevitably anytime I stream that game, people are like, what is this? 
how does it work? Yeah. How does a game possibly have 15 balls in it due to 15 ball multi balls? I was like, and I, I talk, I always talk about it, but showing it is so much better than just talking. About I got to play that game so by the way. So we'll, we'll yeah, play it after we'll this. Play it. Um, so check that out, um, on our YouTube channel, the P3, uh, in-depth look. Um, you can email us, talkpinball at gmail.com. Uh, appreciate any subscriptions you want to throw our way on Twitch. Uh, if you got Amazon Prime, you get a free one. You can you can uh, use that to support the show. Uh, we also have a PayPal. It's buffalopinball at gmail.com. I, Don't be stingy. There you go. <laughs> no, also, some people uh, were nice, and they reached out when, they, when I was talking about my back and shared that they had problems. And it's funny. Everybody had, like, a different solution that ended up working for them, but it seemed like they had to go through a, a lot of rigmarole. So yeah. uh, that's nice of you guys. Thank you. I like that you, you work, a good audience. I like that you work rigmarole into the podcast, though, too. That's good. Yep. Um, if you want to, another way you can support the stream. Uh, oh my God! Look at that! Look Boom! At that. Freedom, Freedom with Thank the you. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, man. Appreciate That's that. awesome. Um, if you want to just show your support in another way, you can review us on your favorite podcatcher of choice. Uh, leave us a five star review. We really appreciate it. Um, until next month, we, we've been in person. This has been good to get the the the, the in person gang back together. Amen. We're, we got another bro show coming up next Saturday. We're gonna play Rick and Morty at our friend right. James's house. God bless him. So, He's our benefactor, basically. He is. So until next time, have a, have a good month, and we'll see you then. All right. Bye. It's Topper Talk with Gorin right now. Let's all have some fun. This is about plastic on top of your pin. Go and buy one now. There's a topper here and a topper there. Here a topper, there a topper, everywhere a topper. It's critical to the gameplay experience. You must buy one now. It's your monthly fill of toppers right now. Topper Talk with Gorin. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Topper Talk with Gorin, the part of the podcast where Kevin and Nick give me about three to five minutes to talk about everything happening in the very active and profitable topper community. Now today we'll be talking about the official and unofficial toppers that are currently available for Guns N' Roses by Jersey Jack Pinball. So let's head into the other room and talk about that now. Okay, so here we are over at the computer and we're gonna take a deep dive into all the official and unofficial toppers that are currently available for Jersey Jack's Guns N' Roses Pinball. So I wanna first start off with the included topper with the collector's edition version of Guns N' Roses. And now this is, the collector's edition is the only edition that includes a topper. It's pretty simple, but it's neat looking. If we zoom in here, uh, we got a piece of, I believe, cut plexiglass that is lit, nothing too crazy, but it's lit, um, with a sound bar behind it. And, you know, I think the, the most attractive feature here is the sound bar getting that extra sound boost. Although, I will say that the Jersey Jack speakers are so good, it probably doesn't need this extra sound bar boost. And other people have been modding sound bars and using Bluetooth and I believe even some of the existing wiring to add their own sound bars. So it's not that unique of a topper, like the, um, the ship in the bottle topper for Eric's first game, Pirates of the Caribbean, but it's a nice looking topper that goes with the artwork. So let's now move on to some unofficial toppers here that may be for sale at some point. So first I wanna point out, uh, Brian Allen from Flyland Designs, um, as well as some other people, are working on their own Guns N' Roses topper from Pinball Bazaar. Uh, it clearly has some electronics involved. There's not much revealed from this actual image, but I'm excited to see what they come up with. I'm always a big fan of Brian Allen's art. In fact, he created my favorite mascot, Gritty. 
coming up next is Lior from The Art of Pinball. He has been working on this very nice hand-sculpted painted topper, and I imagine we'll see more soon. Um, but it's a fully sculpted painted topper that apparently has its own computer that comes with it. It looks like we have some LEDs on the guitar here. Uh, the only issue that I see is it's probably going to cost a lot of money, and to some people it's going to be worth it, and I'm sure, and Lior's time and art is worth it, but, but it is going to be a barrier to entry uh, to some people. There's not an official price released, but I just imagine from hearing what's included and the tech involved behind it, it's probably going to be at least one to two grand. Um, moving on next, here was an interesting thing that I found in the Guns N' Roses pinball group on Facebook. Uh, someone has this topper that seems to have... Um, the motion activated or the motion uh, spotlights as well as RGBs that sync with the game. And the thing that I found interesting was that uh, someone in the comments said, uh, contact Pinball Sales Australia for more info. Uh, and Pinball Sales in the US is actually owned by Jack Ranieri. So it'll be interesting to see if this is something that's officially released by Jersey Jack or what the deal is with it. Um, you know, the motors are a bit loud when you listen to the sound, the lights are blinding. I'm always a big fan of lights and the hot rails though. So I think it'll be neat and cool. Uh, if it's ever released for sale, the price point uh, will definitely be the most important thing here. Now, finally, Jersey Jack has announced that they are gonna put out a topper for sale uh, for uh, the other versions of Guns N' Roses that did not come with the topper. Um, if we look at the silhouette here, it looks very close, but not exact to the collector's edition version. It looks like though, it's just gonna be a soundbar with another piece of cut plastic and something close to the Guns N' Roses logo that's seen back here. Um, but, uh, actually pointed out by good authority in the Buffalo Pinball Discord, it was pointed out that this could very well be a Shrek topper. So tune into a future episode of Topper Talk to find out a bit more about this topper once it's announced. Let's head back out to the arcade. Thank you all so much for tuning into this week's Topper Talk with Gorin. Tune into the next podcast for another episode. And as always, get out there by a topper. Thank you so much for coming to my Topper Talk. Mm -hmm.